Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. TJ Pittenger, Brendan Sinone, and Ben Cock. It slaps a little bit different when that intro music comes in and we're live on the air as opposed to just when I post-production edit it later. You guys like that music or not? Brendan actually we're played live. Are, are you guys uh, – yeah, I recorded that. That was all me. I, that was on my guitar. Did you guys ever, like, pop a bottle and expect – No? Afterwards? No, I do. No. Okay. Um, yeah, well, glad we're here and Brendan made it awkward. So at least it only took 45 seconds this time. Um, <laughs> we have an exciting episode planned for you guys tonight. If you don't think it's exciting, then you can just go jump off a bridge because we think it's exciting. <laughs> right off a bridge. I was going to just go link this to the message board, but you endorsing suicide feels inappropriate for me to put on a company account. So the good news is I didn't say how tall of a bridge and I meant a little baby one. So hopefully you guys. <laughs> Just yeah. enjoy water because it, we live by the water. So enjoy your swimming. Go jump um, in a puddle. Go jump in a puddle. And I hope you sprain your ankle. Um, so uh, we are back again, and we've got a fun episode planned tonight. We are going to uh, chat a little bit about 1920. We've got Ooh. the old, the old air quotes for those watching, the old 1920. We've got yep. the new 1920. Mm-hmm new labeling is is kind of what yeah. we're comparing here uh and we're going to put them up against each other and and we've been told and we'll talk about this in a little bit but we've been told that there are no differences but we are going to test that tonight make just sure in case. That that's the case just and worst case there's no difference and we get to have double the amount of 1920 so who wins here us um then we're going to get into some bourbon events happenings shenanigans things that went on this last week ben and i went to an event brendan was down yes. in the tampa bay area and did a lot of drinking as well we will obviously update some pursuits and purchases and update you guys on what we'll be reviewing on thursday but we're glad that you're with us if you're watching i said i said this last couple of weeks i said this last week i said you, i said it you can't he's canceled you can't can't do follow oh, that is the true he is yeah, why so. wait no i wouldn't even get into it mm, yeah it? we different. Five more men we're just quoting someone who stutters i forgot oh, all about that. interesting um in a very stereotypical little southern accent very nice um so if you're watching this on twitter you can't interact with us because Streamyard hasn't put the comments back on where you can stream go check us out on youtube or facebook it's bourbon on a budget we will interact with you there we'll take your comments we'll read them on the air we used to get tons and tons and tons now we get like one or two people commenting because nobody uses Facebook and our YouTube hasn't taken off just yet, but it, I mean, it's going to. I know that you, oh, Twitter you just wait, gonna, you just freaking up. wait. Uh, it's a slow grind over there, but if you're watching on Twitter, if you can go over there, we would appreciate it. Um, and then we we interact, we enjoy all interactions on social media, so whether that be Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever we like that stuff. Uh, Brendan, yes, starting Hello. with you, 
because you are my favorite person. Thank you. Whose name is Brendan. Would you tell us a little bit about 1920 before we get into it? Old Forster 1920 style prohibition whiskey. So they're just trying to get back to the good old days of prohibition. This is from Old Forester's Whiskey Rose series. We did 1910, which is their toasted version of it. That was in honor of like a fire uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, the fire was from 1910, but we reviewed it a couple weeks ago. This is their 1920 uh, proof amped up version. It's a 115 proof similar mash bill. It's not toasted like 1910. It's part of the Whiskey Rose series, which is an ode to different different bourbons in the history or style of the bourbons in the history of Old Forester's Distillery. Uh, so they have a bottle and bond and then some other like small batch or original batch one as well. Uh, but this one is specifically named for the Volset Act of 1920, which initiated prohibition in the USA, granted uh, permits to six distillers in Kentucky to continue to bottle bourbon for, do you have any? Medicinal uses. I mean, doctors were prescribing. It feels a little like medical marijuana now, right? Like where people are like, oh, I got anxiety. Well, you know, here's some bourbon. Yeah, here's some here's some medical marijuana uh, for mm-hmm. your cataracts. So uh, through one of these permits, Old Forester continued to be produced as a medicinal whiskey on Louisville's famed Whiskey Row. It is the only bourbon. This is all from the website, uh, Old Forester specifically. Uh, it's the only bourbon continuously sold by the same company that has been available for sale before, during, and after Prohibition. Uh, during this time, all bottles had to be bottled at 100 proof uh, with a barrel entry proof of 100. The quote-unquote angel share, which I guess is what's left, right? Isn't it what's left over into the barrel? Um, no. Or in the, no, the, the angel barrel. share is what they take. What's what the angel uh, they take? Evaporate into the air. Ooh. Well, how do you get it then? Well, it would have been created. The at angels take proof. it. They're you don't get celestial, it. They're celestial beings. You don't get it. Oh, I've seen the angel the share is what's gone. It would have created 115 proof whiskey after maturation to pay homage to this era. Old Forester presents 1920 homage. 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 For dosing. Old Forester presents 1920 prohibition style bourbon at 115 proof. Uh, future spoiler alert by TJ there. <laughs> To represent the rich flavor profile of this bourbon had nearly 100 years ago. It is about $60. It is aged at least four years, but there's no age statement on it. Match bill, 72% corn, 80% rye, 10% also barley. I'm pretty sure that's the standard Old Forester high rye match bill. Um, All of Old Forester's Whiskey Rose series is the same uh, mash bill as Mm -hmm. is birthday bourbon. Talk about Mm -hmm. that a little bit later. So uh, just a little insider info. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm. So it came out in 2017. It was the third yes. of the four uh, whiskey the row releases. Four, well, you mean? And as Ben said, the best of the four. We did this in King of the Hill, if you guys remember. It went pretty far. What to round four and lost to Wild Turkey mm-hmm. Rare Breed, uh, mm-hmm. which is also a banger and fifteen dollars cheaper. Yeah, which is partially white run. Uh, but so this is the initial uh, 2017 label. If you guys can see this here, mm-hmm. and. They just recently released a new label. Uh, we're out here to do some science, though, fellas. Correct? Yeah. We have been told that the – we'll talk more about this later, but we went to an Old Forester event on Thursday evening yes. of last week, and the Old Forester rep that was there told us that nothing has changed about this whiskey. The labels have changed, but it's the same exact identical juice there. Mm-hmm. Brendan's done some, you know, 
I don't want to call it nerdy little research, but he's done some nerdy little research online and mm-hmm. um, on the line. The line says that that's not the case. Um, so now what I will say is that there's a chance that Old Forster has not changed anything about this. And just mm-hmm. because it's three or four years later, like the whiskey has just changed a little bit because it's impossible to get exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the big difference. But we're, we're here, like Brendan said, to do official scientific research into if this is different or not. Brendan, you have mm-hmm. been sticking that nose so deep. <laughs> Into those glasses. So I just deep. have to hear what you're thinking about on the nose on both of those. Yeah, there are people out there who theorize that there is a difference. So as a, there have been uh, other reviewers and whatnot who, who maintain there is a difference. So I would say that there is a difference on the nose, but maybe like 10%. So in my left hand here, uh, viewers, right? I would imagine I got the OG, the 19 or the 1920, the 1920s, 2017, older version of it. And it's got very traditional bourbon notes. Uh, ben was sniffing around this earlier. He mentioned leather. I cannot not get leather in my brain now, mm. but um, brown sugar, uh, the little bit of the orange peel, which is very standard for Old Forester, as well as a little bit of custardy banana. That's super Old Forester. Um, so that's what I'm getting on the OG. Do we want to go back and forth with them, guys, or do we want to just say what we're getting out of one first and then compare it to the other? How do we no, want no, to do tell this? me what tell me what you're getting out of the other? Tell me yeah. what give me your comparisons here. What may be different about the other? The level of rye spice I'm getting from the newer one, and this happened as soon as I poured it, uh, is more prevalent. That's the biggest difference. It doesn't have quite the heft and 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 richness, I feel like, on the nose that the the OG one has. It is a little sweeter, and I don't know that's from the rye spice. That can sometimes come off as a little sweet, too. A little more sickly sweet, a little more brown sugar. I don't know which one I like better, but but th- this newer one feels a tad lighter, if that makes sense. That's my opinion. Uh, Benethy, tell me I'm wrong. Mm, I don't actually disagree with you too much. I do think the older one tastes and smells a little... And when we say older, we just mean the earlier release. The older label, sorry. Yeah, Yeah. it's not technically the old label. Taste um, and smells like darker. Definitely Mm -hmm. on the more like savory notes. I get more leather on the old than I do on the new. Um, One note that I can't shake on the nose of the new one. I'm going to throw this out there and it's going to be funky, but bear with me here. Stick your nose in the new one, right? (laughs) And tell me you don't get a little bit of like bubble gum. Out of it. Oh god, I almost knocked over the old one. Whew, close one. Bubble I gum. Like a weird bubble gum. You know the what? There's a fruitiness to it. Um, like a banana bubble gum. Yeah, there is like a banana, like a banana taffy and bubble gum. So the old one fruit is like I mentioned the banana a little bit, but it's also got like cherry and very traditional bourbon notes. Ben, to your point, like there yeah. is a stickly sweetness that there's definitely a lot of sweetness in the nose yeah. on this on the on the new on the, the new, new one, the new yeah, 1920. I, I don't know if I would have thought bubblegum initially, but that sweet and that super super uh, sugary, like almost fake corn syrupy sh- sweet. Right. Yes, I see where you're coming from there. That's astute, astute observation, Ben. TJ, what do you got? So, yeah, I'm kind of with you guys. The the newer one is definitely sweeter. The older label, I think I like the older label nose better. I, do I think I, I mean, I like it definitely better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I like the, the new, less sweet stuff. The new one is is heavier. 
maybe this is my mind playing tricks on me, but but like but I'll say this, like um Brendan said, I think it is they're very, very close. Like this is not on the palate, I think they're way closer than on the nose. I would so, say on the palate, they're like very similar. Let's try. I haven't done that yet. Do you pick anything while well, I'm tasting it? Do you pick anything out different or no? The rye spice is it, it's thinner. The new one is thinner, and there that rye, which is higher in the mash bill, for whatever reason, I don't know if the I don't know if it's just less viscous with like the, the wood. The older one just tastes more like an older, more refined, richer, deeper, traditional bourbon, which is why I love 1920. Yeah. And the newer one, the newer release, just almost tastes newer to me. I don't know if that's my brain playing tricks on me or not, uh, but there's a thinness to it where the rye comes out a little bit more and there's just not as much heft and weight to it. Uh, yeah, the 1920 old version, to me, is superior by like 25% or so as we get into the palate and the finish. 25%? Yeah, I think there's a there's a legitimate difference as mm. you taste it and let them kind of aerate a little bit. Yeah. I mean, if you were just given one of them at a time, like a random night or whatever, like yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't pick anything out. But I agree with that. But if I'm sipping both of them, like if we're doing this experiment, then you have to – there's always going to be a winner and a loser, right? I'm a loser. What? Just, just true. Kidding. No. Um, but the – but you make me, a good point. Yeah, the old one is going to be the winner in this scenario. Yeah. I can't not get the bubble. Like, one tastes more like bubble gum than the other now that Ben mentions it. And it's the new one. All right. I think I think the old – yeah. I, I, yeah. Sorry, nobody wanted to hear my opinion. So No, go ahead, TJ. Um, Do you think the old one go. is better? Because that's what you're well, going to say. My take – I know you think you know exactly where my take is going, but mm -hmm. you don't. Um, I think the old one is better. That's um, really, that's really <laughs> profound. Really profound. I haven't heard that before. Um, yeah, by by a decent margin. Now, again, you tasted these. If you just drank the new one in three weeks, you'd have no idea. You're. I yeah. think. I think it's that minor of a difference. And I don't. You know. Hopefully, we're not just tasting bubble gum for the rest of our lives. Thanks to Ben. But if we are, we'll put this back up against 1910 and let that win. So um, I am completely okay with either scenario. Um, I, the bourbon junkie guys did this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, shout out to them because they're fun and they do a good job. And also they, say? they have like thousands and thousands of subscribers passing that our way. They poured out one of the old and then two of the new, but they didn't know which one had two uh, to one. And they were able to, to say that there was a distinct, a difference to where they correctly guessed and estimated both of them uh, that the the new ones were the the two that there was a duplicate and that they got that mm -hmm. correct that it was new. They liked the new one better for their preferences for what it's worth. Interesting, worse. but I but I think I, I do too. They don't know what they're talking about. Subscribe yeah, to us instead. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that they were able to distinguish that there was a difference, I think, makes me feel a little less crazy and uh, that this is a super scientific experiment. Right now. Do you think – here will be the question Yes, that I alluded to when we first started this. Do you think that Old Forester has done something different or do you think this is a product of time? Wood has changed. The, the grain has changed. Um, and the fact that it's just a new, a new season. Like if we would have really – you know, if we would have tasted the 2018 version of this compared to the 2019, though they were both mm -hmm. the, same, the same label, would we have done the same thing? Would we have said that – those two years back to back 
you're using slightly different wood, you're using a slightly different, you know, crop of grain, using a right. slightly different summer to age it or winter, whatever. Do you think that they've done something different or do you think it's more likely that that's the change that we're tasting, smelling and nosing too? So I would say, um, I think with all, with all like well-known brands and bottles that have to be released every year after year after year, there's always going to be like a profile drift. Um, that being said, um, I think the only incentive that they would have to change something would be, it would be slightly younger than it would be in the past because everyone talks about how this is like easily top contender and the most valuable everyday walk into a store and find it. Um, everyone likes this bottle. There's no reason for them to go and be like, Hey, we're going to change the recipe on it. I would say if anything has changed, it could be slightly younger because they need to keep the product on the shelves. But I think there's also just profile drift in all, you know, releases. So to Ben's point, I was reading it for doing some research on this beforehand, uh, a review that said, so basically for this to be uh, a straight bourbon as it's categorized as, but not have an age statement on it, it has to be at least four Jeez. years old. No, four, 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 oh, four okay. if yeah. Two, yes. I think it's I two. Four is bottle and bond. Two, I think it's straight. Mm. Time to Google. Paper bin definition. At least two years, but if they don't say anything. Sounds like I'm a genius. A little bit. Idiot. Well, this review then was wrong because they basically theorized that it could be at least 4.5 years without the age statement on it. Mm -hmm. uh, Basically, what we could be talking about is what, like, five months or so, or right. five or so six months of a difference could, could make, um, potentially. But I'm an idiot, and I don't know what I'm talking about anymore, yeah. so... Not because, like I said, not because it's like they want to change anything, but people buy it because it's a great product, so they just, they don't want to run out. There's not a huge... I was a little overzealous when I said 25% earlier. Probably 25 is done. Ten, ten, 10 to 15%, I think, tops uh, overall. There's one that is distinguishable difference, but um, and also, like, you know, to be fair, I like the they, bitter oak on the they, old one. On the old one, and that well, is it's just a little more bitter, a little more savory side to me. It makes you feel like you're drinking like a 15 year old bourbon, right? Like with yeah. that, the richness and the and look at the color Definitely on it, too. Older. This 1920 yeah. old one that I have, like, this it's air has been getting at it for a while. Like, I've had this for about a year, so oh, this okay. one. That could also play. It for you guys, yeah. yeah. I've only had it for you know a couple weeks. That could also play a role. Mm -hmm. Science. Speaking of science, Ben and I did a little scientific testing this week. Yes. Ben. Yes. Tell the people what we did on Thursday. Guys, we went to an event. This was put on by the Tempe Whiskey Society. Uh, shout out, Tempe. You know, hook us up. But we went to a Old Forester uh, tasting, and it was the whole uh, Whiskey Row series, you know, four, four, four tastes, and it ended with 2021 Birthday Bourbon hmm. for a stellar deal. Stellar deal. Um, I think Jay was the guy that, that put it on the main. Jay the Ware. Main. Yeah. yeah, Jay Ware. Shout out to you. Really solid uh, presentation. Uh, great event. And we all got to taste 2021 birthday bourbon, which yep. that ain't going to be on no shelf that I've seen. So you got to go well, out and just taste it. Yeah, it was a the, the event was $55 um, per person. 
it was fifty-five dollars and it was food. Pretty pretty limited. Uh, Twenty-eight people could be there. Um, you it was at Whiskey Cake, so I've talked a ton about Whiskey Cake. Talked about the 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 whiskey there is obviously fantastic. The food is just as good. Uh, the mm-hmm. food there is phenomenal. Um, one day when Brendan comes down, he'll go with us to Whiskey Cake. But yeah, I hate that name. I have to be oh, honest. Do you really? Because. The whiskey awesome. cake there. Wait till you try the whiskey cake. It's really? Great. It's oh, amazing. It's so oh my it god! You know, there's a real so thing freaking. called whiskey cake. Oh, it's oh my god! It's, the food itself is great. Like you know, how, like you go to places, you know, and you're like, oh, I'll just get the burger, and the burger ends up being very average. Their burger is amazing. They have a meat and cheese board that's freaking fantastic. Yeah. All of their, um, all their appetizers are really, really good. Um, I've gotten short rib there, carrot. I've gotten a Reuben there that's fantastic. I, and then the whiskey cake is the best. It's it's probably my favorite dessert in Tampa. That or Burns' ice cream. Yeah, like it's that good. All okay. right, so you guys got to take me next time I'm down and treat me. I've right? offered you three times and you've never accepted once. That's so. not. I mean, I we I was okay. So since Brendan hates us, mm-hmm. um, whiskey cake did a fan, all you can eat food. Great um, yeah. spread from them. Um, there was lamb. Brendan, there was like they served us lamb for the fifty five dollars. No. We tough. got to. Oh, duck. Yeah, whatever. Sorry. Um, Completely different, uh, but sure. Duck, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a small animal, so whatever. Uh, there was lamb duck. Uh, mostly duck. Hold the lamb. Um, got to try 1870, 1897, 1910, 1920, and then the birthday bourbon for 2021 uh, for 55 bucks. You go buy a pour of each of those, the 1870. Yeah. They weren't full pours. I'll say that. They were like half pours. But you go buy those four, four pours themselves and, and enough food as we bought. That would be 55 itself easily plus you got a tip and then you get the birthday bourbon which i paid 40 dollars for birthday bourbon not too long ago i talked about on this on the show yeah so if you think about it from that perspective we got basically everything else for 15 bucks plus the camaraderie plus the old forester rep there telling us about the whiskey rose series answering questions chatting us Mm -hmm. up um also old forester socks socks and a little rocks glass which is really cool I'm way more interested in the socks but thanks for the invite guys i was actually i'm wearing the socks right now you Tampa. were in Tampa and you said you had plans that day. So we did not invite you. Um, so had a ton of fun at that event. Brendan, you were down here as well. Talk to us a little bit about your uh, bourbon extravaganza. Oh, oh, and I mentioned this. The lady yes. told us that there was nothing different between the two 1920s. There was no mash oh, difference. One, right? one, one more point. No mash difference. No, you know, length of, I mean, she told us there was no difference. So I would assume that that takes into account everything. My thought is that it's mostly like drift, like just profile drift slightly mm-hmm. over the years. Um, also, what year did you get your old bottle of 1920? Was it possibly end of 2019? Because it could be too, it could be too off, right? Mm-hmm. Like it could be two releases off. I got this. So I had, I've gone through like three bottles. Uh, I got it at the end of 2020. Okay, from, so it's just one year off then. From Costco. Because uh, they had that and Old Forester 100 for eight. No, wait, that oh, was 1910. That was 19. 10. It was 2019. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, so I bought is, that same pack. Yeah. Yeah. 2019. So two off. Wow. So maybe two years off. So maybe that's the bigger difference there. Um, Could be. So we also, she was not a big fan, and we did it there at Whiskey Cake. She was not a massive fan of us mixing 10 and 20 to make 15. She's like, That's don't. heresy. 
Harris. Yeah. 1915 is so is fantastic did, that it's not even funny. Did she not know about yeah. that or like understand that was a thing? Oh, she definitely did. Oh, she knew about it. She's like, yeah, don't go to Etsy and print off your own label of 1915. I was like, no, that's definitely what we do. Yeah, Maybe you guys can just make an amazing, right. incredible product. I, I basically just yourself. said, I, that's what I said. I said, well, then make it yourself and we'll stop doing that. Like, you know, it was so like, good. It's so um, good. Oh. So, um, okay. Now, Brendan, talk to us about your non old Forester birthday bourbon. Sorry, dude. Well, well, you guys were just living it up on Thursday. I went out with my dad and my stepmom to celebrate a belated birthday at. This is the same. Urban Stillhouse in St. Pete, which is uh, an extension, basically like a partial distillery slash nice restaurant for Horse Soldier. Uh, if you guys mm. are familiar, that is a uh, a military-owned or former military-owned uh, spirits company. Now, they distill uh, about half of their stuff in the St. Pete. Like the actual stillhouse is in the restaurant, which is pretty cool. It's a really cool scene, uh, and the food is, is awesome. But they do like their gin, their vodka, their clearer spirits there. And they do their bourbon and their whiskey uh, from a distillery in Ohio that they have a like a, a barrel sharing product with. So uh, I did a set, a tasting set, and I've heard decent things about Horse Soldier for a little while now. Uh, I tried three different types of their bourbon. I did their straight bourbon whiskey, which... Yeah, very mediocre. Okay. Yeah, they're very mediocre, very average. A uh, small batch bourbon whiskey, which is solid. Their signature mm -hmm. barrel strength, which Ben gave me a heads up on before. He said, Hey, you'll probably end up liking this. He was correct. That was very, very solid. Because it's the best. Uh, mm -hmm. It was very really good. good. Very good. About $75, I think, for a bottle. So I don't know if quite like I'm comparing that to like the 1920 at 60, uh, similar proof. Uh, yeah, 1920 mm -hmm. is tough to beat, but. Uh, that's a good solid bang for your buck whiskey that I'd recommend everyone at least try. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that was that was a good fun experience. Uh, it wasn't Old Forester birthday bourbon, but you know it was still good. So going back to the Old Forester birthday bourbon, Ben, what were your thoughts on that overall? Interesting. So I was okay. So I'm gonna put some prefaces around this. Okay. It was a brand new bottle. It didn't have a whole lot of time to like open up. And I, in, in, in my opinion, a bottle like that should have some time to breathe because it's a little bit older. I was anticipating a lot of like a banana nut bread, pumpkin spice kind of profile because I was so ready for like heavy spice, banana, that kind of approach. But I got like a sour apple, caramel. Yeah, like a... Like a candied apple almost. Yeah, it was interesting. Like it was so off the regular old Forester. I didn't know what to think. It was yeah. kind of like off-putting. Not off-putting in the fact that I didn't like it. It was off-putting the fact that it was different than what I anticipated. Definitely different than you anticipated. The one I had, the 2018, was more of like an orangish cherry. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think every year is just very... Uh, different, yeah. Jake says Ben's always searching for the banana. So, um, the banana. Jake, shut up. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, Ben let his. I was very anticipating what, something, and it just was what, different than I. Yeah, thought. what he wanted was very different than that. But yeah, I um. Would I take that fifty-five dollars back? No freaking way. But <laughs> have yeah, you guys ever had? 
have you had Old Forester birthday bourbon like other years of it? No, that was, the first, that was the first time I had it. He had had. I had the 18. And I thought they were both like of similar qualities. Like mm-hmm. they're they're good, but they're not they're not worth the squeeze. They get it on retail, that's one thing, but they're not worth the squeeze. Like they're not, I think everybody should try one. Say you've done it, but they're yeah. not. The 1915 was better. I think 1910 by we itself. Specifically, didn't drink our 1910 and 20 to mix to get to a similar proof as the birthday, just to like and compare. We thought it was better, by far. and I thought the 15 was better. And, and if, I, if I thought the 1910 was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, TJ. I was gonna say I thought the 1910 was better by itself, and I thought the 1920 was better by itself than the birthday bourbon. Like I thought both of them were Man. were better than the birthday. You know, mm. now the birthday did beat out the seventy and the ninety-seven, so that's that garbage. garbage. Statesman, I have some Statesman. I finally Ooh. got a sample of it, so we should definitely do that soon. Yeah, it, I haven't drank it. Like the poor man's, I had it like at my uh, my buddy's bachelor party. It was really you nice. Share with us. Yeah, I mean, you weren't at the bachelor party, so I want to try the one seventeen old Forester. If anyone's got any samples of that, send that thing over. Wait, mm. what? What is it? One seventeen series or this one seventy series? It was sold distillery release only. It's like a 350 bottle. Anyway, don't worry about it. If you don't know about it, if you're a listener, send it in. I want to try. If you know, if you know, you know. Yeah, kind of thing, right? Huh. Um, you guys are dead to me. Brendan, do you want to talk any more about um your non-birthday bourbon week? Um, yeah. or do you want to just go right into us hanging out together? Well, maybe we get into that well. and pursue some purchases, and it all kind of falls in line together. So let's let's get into it. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's get into it. Talk to, Talk to us, Brandon. I was I was really hoping TJ was going to set me up there. So uh, yeah, I went down to what? Oh, 117. All these people are commenting all of a sudden. I don't know what to. I don't know what to make of this. It's Thank really you. flustering me. Thank you, Dale. Hi, Angel Share. Yeah, real name. Uh, so I went down to St. Pete this past week to see my dad and a doctor because, guys, I have uh, scoliosis. My spine's like all like that. But you don't care about that. You care about the bourbon. So right. uh, I got to, to do some sampling of bourbon in the St. Pete area. And then and at the doctor's office, that helped with the cracking and the spine adjustment and whatnot. Nice and loosey-goosey. Uh, on my way home, I stopped up in Tampa, did a little bit of a bourbon hunting tour, uh, per TJ's advice, and uh, made my way up to TJ's house where Ben, TJ, and I all hung out. We tried some different samples we'll, that we'll get into. But I stopped in three different stores in the Tampa area. I did Lucan's, which I've been familiar with in the St. Pete area as well. Yep. That was nice. Then I went to uh, Burns, uh, which is the steakhouse's uh, like subsidiary uh, uh, right across the street, their, their spirit mm-hmm. shop. And I got a bottle. Can we jump to this? Is this part of a pursuit some purchases? Yeah, sure. Do whatever you want. I did a little Sagamore Spirit because I was jealous that I got TJ, Ben and I got TJ a bottle uh, for housewarming present. I want to get my own Sagamore Spirit of the uh, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Whiskey Society. Uh, cognac cask rye whiskey there. Uh, a pretty lady uh, sold it to me and and it was cool. Like they got to try like four or five different ones that she got me mm-hmm. to sample and kind of went down the line of like, hey, you may like this, may like this. Like she, she did a nice job Somaliing me a little bit. And again, she was easy on the eyes, had a German accent, I believe, which I am a sucker for, and I bought seventy dollar sure. rye whiskey that I, that I liked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that helped a little bit. Then, guys, I went to Gaspar's, which is um, the best. We've had Jimmy on before. I know you guys like Jimmy. Uh, yeah. Now I understand why he's considered a legend. Why that place is considered so cool. That yeah, was solid. That story, freaking- Tampa. 
Awesome. Yeah. It was the best store I've ever been to between the selection of scotch and bourbon, the store picks, and then the knowledgeable. Like I was listening to the whiskey clerk talk to other people. And they know stuff, man. They've got man. three or four guys in there that like yeah, are like freaking no stuff. Was, uh, it was cool. Yes. Uh, you guys talked up well and you may have even undersold it. Like it was so cool. So I, I unfortunately, and then I saw this, the same exact bottle for like $15 cheaper. I'd already bought it. Uh, what are you going to do? Yeah, unfortunately. I saw a bottle of the Old Forester. Uh, full, was it the Foolproof? Yeah, uh, Barrel Strength. Yeah. Barrel Strength. Uh, but unfortunately, I had to buy a couple of other store picks to get that one, given that I'd already bought this. Uh, TJ ended up buying something for me as well. We could have probably been smarter in how we allocated that had we known. But, you know, it is what it is. So I took this, made my way to TJ's house. And TJ, you can go from there. Yeah, we had a little bit of a live tasting, which was a ton of fun. Um, ben and Brendan and myself, we tasted some of Decadence Joe's samples that he sent us. He sent us a Penelope toasted that was fantastic. Oh, Probably Joe. one of the best things we had what of the day. A Penelope toasted. Oh, yeah, my Penelope, great. The Penelope toasted definitely beat out the Victors with without a doubt. Um, what was the other one that was in my sample bag? Um, oh, Blue the Blue Note, Note 17 year. That tasted yep. like a two by four. Very, very funky and woody, but it's something that's been on wood for 17 years kind of makes uh sense for it to, to be that way. Um, oh, Brendan Ben left his samples at home, so we didn't get to try those because he's a stingy son of Con- a gun. Conveniently, uh, he, he left. I literally had no idea we were doing this, so and then um, Brendan's, had- Brendan's was the old Forester pick, which was really, really good. That was probably the second best thing that we had. Um, his had the oh hey Bombergers, which Bombergers one hundred eight, yeah, that was a good high proof. and I think that's Michter's, uh, and that was okay. It was a little funky, but I liked it. Yeah, the Old Forester Barrel Strength, which so uh, that might have been that in uh, the, the Penelope. Those were the two like clear tenders there. The six, yeah, and then uh, yeah, when you're trying all these high proof ones in at once, like something like this, like the Dovetail, which is a high proof, but like yeah. much lighter and finished. finished uh it doesn't hold up like when you're nuking yourself with 130 proof what is that uh, what is that finished in water i mean look at the for something that's 125 <laughs> proof to be this light comparatively yeah that's crazy we then um did you talk about the whiskey i gave you did you talk about that or no i did not yet i'm getting to that i'm getting to that so this is a great my, weekend for brendan yeah, <laughs> it really was uh, except for the old Forester, didn't get. Ha ha. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> but I, picked, I picked up a bottle of uh, Midwinter Night Dram that uh, someone named Joe Decadence, uh, who's apparently very insecure about being called out on this podcast. Shut uh, up, Joe. Such a great human being. Decadence. Uh, he had sent us, well, Ben and myself uh, that we had purchased mm, from. Must be nice. Uh, we got a so I got was able to pick that up and. A surprise, total surprise, and I absolutely love this bottle. I love what's inside of it. My wife loved it, too. I showed her the bottle. She thought it was really cool. Guys, thank you. Happy birthday to me, but thank you for being thoughtful friends and podcast yeah. co-hosts. Uh, Old Elk, Weeded Bourbon from Gaspar's, 113 proof. Uh, TJ, do you want to tell them about it? Cause we opened this up, and I loved it. This is awesome. Thank really, you. really, really, really good. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, really, really good. This is Bogo um, Gaspar. So. <laughs> <laughs> we just hid my bottle. No, it was. It's really good. It's done by not only Gaspar's but uh, Tempe Whiskey Society and Whiskey Willies. Yeah. Whiskey Willies. Yeah, kind of the tribe. Tri- kind of the tribunal there. Um, this so is such a cool bottle. Look really, at really good. And 
I know we've given him enough shout outs, but Decadence Joe loves that weeded bourbon. And I was between I was between the bottle that Brendan bought at at Burns and that bottle. And I'm very glad that I bought this one because otherwise you'd have had two, two of the Sagmore. Yeah. Yeah. That would how, be funny. How great <laughs> would it have been if you would have gotten two bottles of that and the one that you got for free was the one that was fifteen dollars cheaper? So that would yeah, be actually so um now, I'm glad that I got you that. It, we tried Thank it. You. It was very, very good. Yeah. Um, and so we had, a, we had a great time on Saturday all hanging out in person. Always kind of cool when we can do that. Um, and then you guys remember the Buffalo Trace that we aged three or four months ago? Do I? Does everyone listening? Hell That's yeah. all I can think about. It's the Buffalo Trace and TJ's tiny wood barrel. Why does TJ look so concerned there. right now? What's happening with He's reading a tweet up on the other screen. Um, so we poured that Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm. First of all, we lost about a bottle's worth in, yeah. in so worth it in absorption of the uh, of the barrel. Like the barrel, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that's um, an angel's share, right? When my learning in my house, that's the wood share. Okay. I wouldn't call. Yeah, I wouldn't it's call not it evaporation. That's literally yeah, wood. We call it, it evaporation in my seventy-four degree house. Um, so yeah, the wood took up a lot of it. Came out super dark. Uh, we'll post a video of it later. Brendan took one, but the the bourbon came out super super dark. We will review that soon to let people. Uh, Kind of know what that tastes like up against regular Buffalo Trace. Um, it's dark. Then, it's dark. I'm holding it up. It's darker than the old fairs, old Forester Barrel Strength 130. Um, yeah, look at look what it did. It That's crazy. Def- it's definitely dark. And then we filled the barrel back up with rum. We're gonna let that rum age for a little while, and I think we're gonna throw High West Double Rye in there to give a High West Double Rye rum finish. I, I'm not 100 sold on that High West Double Rye, but that's just what I think i want to go with so um stay tuned as we continue that project on because that's been a lot of fun i'm mm. excited to review that i know that we got to get through a couple more spooky reviews for brendan i know uh, he's very uh, important uh, for uh, him to get his spooky review very very important for him to get his spooky reviews off but um hopefully we'll we'll be able to review that soon enough get off your spooky reviews brendan get off of them um Ben, did you pursue anything or purchase anything this week? I purchased one ticket to Old Forester Birthday for 2021, costing fifty five dollars. I purchased that. Um, are you guys pursuing anything? I bought so much stuff and have added so much to the collection that no, I actually saw. Remember, I, I talked about the Westland Gariana, and I almost bought one. Well, Gaspar's has like two of them, uh, and it wasn't the new one. It was an old, like 2015 version of it. And I said, no, it's been there for five years. I'll wait a little bit. Um, maybe, maybe in a couple couple weeks or months, or when I come back down, I'll, I'll let the bank account, like, yeah, pick back up a little bit. But no, nothing, nothing pursuing yeah. or purchasing right now. Um, you spent so much that your $150,000 salary doesn't cover whiskey. Yeah, or... Brendan. Yeah, Brendan. 
I can tell you make good money because your Wi-Fi finally looks like it's on point and you haven't like No, my Wi-Fi has been yeah. awful. Uh Xfinity's been throttling me because I haven't set up the new modem yet. Why would you send someone a modem six months ago and then tell me it's obsolete? Uh no one cares, Brendan. Okay. But you look Jeez. good this week. So anyway, do I usually that. do I usually not? Is that a problem? Okay, in other news, we are reviewing balconies. <laughs> balconies. Um, balconies. Balcon oh balcones. I'm gonna go out Brimstone to corn whiskey. We did um what did we do? We did mellow corn first week. We did Heaven's Door last yep. week. Heaven's door. Red dress oh, finish. Month. It's a spooky he month. Apparently, heaven is spooky to Brendan. And so <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> spooky heaven. Spooky heaven. Oh, well, then, no, 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 no. I will not sit here and let you blaspheme against me. We did that one because that was our alternative because you lost the samples in your move of all the other scary I ones. I found them the next day. so <laughs> That did me no good. So uh, spooky heaven. <laughs> um, knock, 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 knocking on spooky door. <laughs> um, and then obviously we have the brimstone now uh, that we're going to review on Thursday. So tune in for that. Uh, thanks for hanging out. If you watch this live, we really appreciate it. Um, you know, subscribe on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you are. It's all bourbon on a budget. We enjoy the social media interactions. So thanks for hanging out. Tune in on Thursday, whether that be on Apple, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, doesn't matter. We will review Balcones, Brimstone, Balcones. Corn Whiskey. Balcones. Balcones. Until next time, for myself, TJ Pittenger, Ben Cock, Brandon Sinone, cheers. Cheers. Oh, you actually hit the thing there.